the Buffalo Podcast. Hi everyone, it's Monique Gordion, and the great news is you found the podcast, a space for stories that will arouse a smile and inspire us as we tap into our collective experiences. Enjoy. Welcome everybody to the Buffalo Podcast. Thank you for checking in and uh, joining me in a wonderful conversation and story with Claude Trenchant. How are you, Claude? I am very well, thank you. And you, Monique? I'm very good, thank you. Enjoying this cold weather, actually. It's lovely. (laughs) It has been so cold. Yes, so cold. (laughs) So I'm on the Gold Coast and, you know, I I literally am in woolly socks right now to keep my toes warm. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Now, you know, I met you first at a... uh, at a, a Camino meetup in yes. Brisbane at, yes. uh, at, at a restaurant there. And I remember chasing you down in the car park. <laughs> I don't know if you remember that, but I was so keen to meet you personally because in the group you don't yes. necessarily uh, have that. And I remember chasing you down, with, I think it was 2015. Uh, so 2015, I think. Yeah, because I was planning on doing the Camino in 2016. And I just wanted to, I don't know, meet you <laughs> and connect with you. <laughs> yeah. And did you do it? I did. I met you in, oh, I did it. I did it 2016, 2017 oh, okay. and 2018. So okay. um, the Camino actually holds a very, very, very special place in my heart. And and I'm hoping to go, go next year and do the Portugal. Um, oh yes yeah but we'll see what happens <laughs> yeah, yeah we'll see because we can't plan anymore nowadays don't we can oh well uh, yeah i mean it's just uh that's true so you just got to hold on to things like yes this. have exactly. your dreams and plans and just see what happens but keep i think dreaming. Keep, keep dreaming keep dreaming yes, yes. <laughs> now claude um what a special person you are you live how old are you now I, I don't I normally. I'm 76. Yes. Okay. No, 76. And a few yeah. months. <laughs> and a few months. Now I'm I'm going to just throw open to you now, and 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 folks, age is not important. So, no, no. but Claude is very inspiring because she's lived this life where age hasn't been an impediment to to what she's done. Would you? That's probably a yes, thing and I discover that. Yeah, I discover yeah. it at sixty-four. I'm a very slow learner. <laughs> so let's start with that then. Pray tell, what happened at sixty-four? Well, uh, we have to go a little bit backwards. Okay. At uh, at the age of fifty-eight, mm-hmm. my marriage broke down, okay. and I had to look for after my marriage broke down. I had to look for work. Mm-hmm. And I became a checkout chick. <laughs> it was bar. this in Australia or were yeah, you? Yeah, 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 yeah. It was yeah. here. Mm-hmm. And it's uh, in, a, in a fruit barn in, in, at New Farm. You okay. know New Farm. Yeah, I do. <laughs> and uh, from there, I met a lady. And one day she asked me to walk 240K along the St. James Way, but from Le Puy. From where? Le Puy. Le Puy is in France. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Okay. Le Puy is in France. And uh, 
I got scared because I was not a long distance walker. And I said, my God, 240K. But then I asked her if she was going to do it pretty soon. And she mm. said, no, in a few years' time. So okay. I knew she would not, she would forget all about it. Ah. <laughs> I was hoping. But anyway, she couldn't do it, but she had planted the seed, and many coincidences arise from that time in my life. And I said, one day, Claude, you've got to listen to that. You've got to listen to these messages. Why do you get all these messages about that walk? And I decided to do it. Uh, the, the, the customer couldn't do it at all. So I did it by myself. Mm. And I decided to do it from Vesely. Vesely is in a north central part of France. Wow. Okay. And remind me to tell you <laughs> what I discovered recently. Oh, okay. So I started in Vesely. And I was on my 64th birthday because it, I was a retiree. Yeah. So I crossed France. It took me eight weeks to cross France. Can I ask you a question? Yes, sure. Um, I, on the Camino, there yeah. are uh, arrows and shells, yes. signs yes. to show you where to go. Yeah. On that particular part of France. Well, they... I, had a, yeah, I had a lot of problems yeah. because I thought that, you know, they were everywhere. Yeah. And this section from this path from uh, Visually is not walked a lot. No. I did not meet anyone for 18 days. Yeah. There was at time no signage. I got lost in forest everywhere. <laughs> and I can oh. tell you, I got a lot of fright. I was so scared. Oh. Middle of a forest. You yeah. know, and I got lost on a daily basis. Wow. And uh, I was so frightened. I could shiver. And then I said, Claude, there is nobody around. In those days, you know, we just had a little Nokia and uh, the connection was there. It was not there. It was there. It was scary. But learning this, I had to shake myself and I learned to be stronger. Yes. Wow. So that was my first lesson mm. to get strong on the path. Mm. I went through a lot of pain. You cannot imagine. I fell down and I was told along the way by doctors and so on to stop. On my return, I said to my children that I discover a lot about myself. Yeah. Because, you know, you can't walk 18 days and eight weeks in France meeting maybe to the max 20 to 30 pilgrims on the way. Wow, that's amazing. You spend so much time in yourself, you know. And I said to them, because I had fallen down, I said oh. to them, you know, I discovered that I was a stubborn girl. <laughs> and they said, Mom, you did not know. <laughs> Come on, guys. I have a lot of determination, yeah, yeah. but I did not know I was stubborn because yeah. the doctor told me to stop and I never did. Mm. Nobody was, was going to stop me to mm. achieve my dream. And where did you walk to? So I walked from Vesely to Saint-Jean-de-Pied-de-Port. Oh, okay. And that took me eight, eight weeks. 
And, you know, walking by yourself, most of the time, and especially the first 18 days, mm. what's happening to you? You revisit your life. Yeah. And that is so challenging mm. because you don't want to. You know, mm. everybody's got a, a story. Mm. And, but I had to face it. Mm. And I remember to be the forest. At the beginning, I did not want to think about it. I did not want to go there. But eventually, because it was coming back on and on and on and on and on again, I had to do it. And I was in the middle of a forest, nobody around me. So I started bit by bit. It, did not, it happened many, many times. And um, I, uh, I cry. I screamed. And I, was, I hugged myself because I was so torn by what was happening and happened to my life. And I had to learn to let go. So eventually I did it. Yeah. And as I was walking, uh, I started on my birthday, which, which is the beginning of April. And as I was walking, you know, it was the, the weather was getting warmer and I start to meet one, two, three, four pilgrims. And I understood why I had to be alone for mm. so long to let go so I could open my heart mm. to others. And oh. you know, men, they don't share. They are close. But as they walk, like us, they revisit their life. Mm. And they have very emotional time and I happen to arrive at the right time when they were breaking down. Mm -hmm. So that happened to be my journey, either in Spain and in France, in, sorry, in France and in Spain. It, when I arrive at the base of the Pyrenees, I climb the Pyrenees, obviously, and I met a gentleman at Horizon. I was looking at what he was doing. He was doing pro bono, some manipulation on people because even people starting from Saint-Jean-de-Pied-de-Port find it hard mm. to arrive at Horizon. Yeah, well, it's very steep. It, that, that's it, that's it. Mm. And then you, you've got 21 kilometers with nothing at all. Mm. So to re reach Ronsovales. And I looked at him, I was observing him, and uh, I said, well, I'm going to tell him to look at my injuries. Mm. And he was a Templar. Oh. He was um, a physician. Mm. And he, he, he had been working for the, for the army as well. So he knew how to lead the uh, foreign legion. So he had to put his man, you know, right away the next day if they were injured. Mm -hmm. So uh, he did it. And I think that if I did not meet him at that time, I wouldn't have been able to finish my journey mm -hmm. to Santiago and then further on. Uh, when I returned in 2018 for a documentary called Camino Skies, 
I, we stopped there and I said, well, I'm going to ask him if he's still there to thank him because as yeah. to these days, I still feel that he didn't meet him. I wouldn't have been able to finish because I was so much in pain, but he had died three weeks prior. So I could not, I could not say physically, thank you. Yeah. Uh, so when uh, I arrived in Santiago and along from Saint-Jean-de-Pied-de-Port till Santiago, I met men, many, many men, and they shared their story with me. I never betrayed them, never, you know, mm-hmm. all my world world, because it was a conversation between two people. Mm-hmm. And I do voluntary in palliative care and the end of life. I've been doing that for 16 years at the Wesley and 16 years as St. Vincent de Paul. Oh, sorry, as St. Vincent Hospital. And oh. uh, I, 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 that's me. And I feel the pain of people when they are in pain. Mm-hmm. And on the path, I did too. So mm. I could connect with them on a very deep level. Mm. Uh, when I arrived in, uh, in Santiago, uh, a lady recognized me. We met 550 kilometers prior, about a, just fail, a little time, you know. I was, yeah. Oh, my God. So, you know, when you're the emotion when you arrive in Santiago. And when you are on the, on the square, there were the men that have met along the way mm. who were there clapping me on my arrival. Oh, that's it was so beautiful and it was so emotional it was very very emotional mm. and uh, I, I can say that one stage I was about 50 kilometers from Santiago when my body stopped I could not walk anymore I could not mm. walk for whatever the reason and the gentleman passed by me and said to me Claude are you Claude the spiritual I looked at him and said, what are you talking about? I, I was so tired that I could not share with him. But mm. he said to me, Claude, thank you to be a light in our journey. Aww. So that was, you know. <laughs> and then I managed to recover and start and finish my Camino. Mm. Yeah, it was very emotional. But I had many coincidences in Spain. Mm. One specifically, I was in Saint-Jean-de-Pied-de-Port, in that lodging, when I met a Swedish person, mm-hmm. a, a gentleman, and uh, he shared with me his life. And he said to me, Claude, thank you. And um, he was going to walk the next day early, but he waited for me to thank me for what I said to him, and I don't yeah. recall. But we met three weeks and a half later mm. and um, it was a very, very very strange because I was at Berchamo del Camino and uh, there was no more lodging in the shelters mm-hmm. so we were about 20 in one room in outside of that with only toilet and, sh- and a wash basin mm. and suddenly I felt that I needed to go to leave the room, so I did, and to go to a restaurant. Now, there were other restaurants. I picked that restaurant. I, when I opened the door, who I find? Oh. Him. Oh. He was getting out. I was coming in. Mm. So we met again. And then we walked for the next day. 
uh, for a little while hand to hand. Till Antanas then he stopped and I kept on going. <laughs> that was, you know, one of them with so many, uh, I've got so many different, uh, I don't even know how to, which one to choose. <laughs> um, can I, I just say yeah. that uh, the three times I walked in the Camino, mm -hmm. I, I walked alone. I didn't walk. I didn't go with anyone. Mm -hmm. um, and I, there's no, you know, the wonderful thing about the Camino is there's no right and wrong. You can do whatever you want. You can walk with friends, walk mm -hmm. by yourself. Like there's no rules really, yeah. uh, even though people say there are. <laughs> I don't think there are. Um, but I have to say one of the joys for me was getting up before sunrise walking out of the little town with the little, or it was dark and all the lights are on and you're not, you're trying to find the, the arrows, you know, in the dark. And, and then as you leave the town behind you and the world is waking up, the sun is rising, the birds are chirping um, and the, you're surrounded by fields and you're alone. For me, I was alone. And it's just, Oh, there's nothing like it. Uh, I totally agree. <laughs> it's it is one of the deepest, most precious experiences Absolutely. in my life. Um, and every day I had that experience. Or... Absolutely, but that connection with nature mm. and look at the little things in nature mm. happened tremendously for me in France. Because he wasn't busy, yes. because I did not meet anyone. Yes, amazing. And and you know, uh, you have that connection with with nature and spirituality as well. Mm. I felt that my parents were walking with me. Mm. It was so precious for me, mm. and I I felt the support and their push. Mm. To keep on going, darling. Keep on doing. Come on. And I'm going to tell you something. Mm. Oh, but I, okay, I'll do it now. Tell me now. <laughs> <laughs> My sister recently do, did a, D, a, a DNA test with uh -huh. Ancestry.com. Mm. She rang me. And believe it or not, our lineage started from where I started my career. <gasps> Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. It took me a month to absorb that information because when I was walking, I could see name of places with the name of my ancestor. Wow. I couldn't believe it. At one stage, I used to go to the, to the, <laughs> to the cemetery to find if I could find something about them. Yeah. But, you know, it's, it's been so long that there, there was not, no tombs or anything, no tombstone at all. Yeah. But he told me, I, and I couldn't work it out. Because people said to me, Claude, don't go to this one. Don't go to, that, to this one. You know, go to this, this, and this. I said, no, I want to do that one. Yeah. And now... I understand. Yes. And when I, you know, uh, after Santiago, I, after Santiago, I went to Finisterre. I walked to Finisterre and I walked to Murcia. I did where, too. Yeah, you did too. You walked yeah. up there too. Yeah. And, and Murcia, I went to Mount Corpino. Did you go to Mount Corpino at the top? No, I didn't. Oh, so it's just be, be, uh, behind the church. Oh, 
It's not oh. really. Oh, yes. Well, then I did. Oh, with the big statue. Yeah, but further up. You have to go oh, further, further up. up. Mm, maybe yeah. Next time. Oh, maybe next time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I, that was my last day on the Camino. Mm. So I hadn't walked more than 100 days. And How many days all up did you walk? Uh, 100 days, approximately. 100 days. Yeah. yeah, yeah, to cover about, you know, including the, when I was getting lost. And when In France, my lodging sometimes was at two or three kilometers away. Oh. So you do three. And before starting, you have yeah. another, <laughs> you know what it is like. Yeah. <laughs> and sometimes you don't want to walk one more step. <laughs> You're so tired. So what is, can I ask you what yes. your internal dialogue was when you were feeling like you just couldn't? walk another step fear 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 because i was at the time i was so close and so far and i wanted to finish it i want to keep on going you know they used to call i was known under the name of claude the australian <laughs> they didn't know about my accent <laughs> So I, uh, you know, I said I had put that challenge within me and I wanted to finish it no matter what. So that's the fear of not to be able to finish it after walking so long. But I shake myself and I, that, that's, you know, the, the determination you have in yourself when, you know, this path is full of uh, energy and no matter what, how hard it is, you keep on going. Yeah. And that was the beauty of it. So when I arrived in uh, Mushia, mm. I went to the Mount Corpino and I had to forgive. So at the top of Mount Corpino, I did that. Only myself and others. Because we're perfect, aren't we? <laughs> so that was a very oh, very beautiful way to close that, or well, not to yeah. close, but to yeah, 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 encircle that yeah. experience. So when I came back, I couldn't fit in a world at all. Mm. Yes. Well, I said, "What am I doing here? What am I doing here? Yes. I I love my children. I, I adore them, but what I am doing here?" So a friend of mine said to write about it. I refused for, I walked three months. I refused for three months. Mm. She pushed me and said that I had, because I did not think I, I had the ability. I had discovered myself on the path. I recognized that I was a strong woman, independent, and I could walk my, the rest of my life alone and with love in my heart for all humanity. Mm -hmm. But Writing, can you imagine that? That's another thing. Yes. And uh, she convinced me that I had the ability within myself to do it. Mm -hmm. And she said, Claude, I know you think, I know you write, and through your words, you will help others. Mm -hmm. And I looked at her and I said, oh my God, is she okay? Yeah. I did not think she would. But I, <laughs> I decided after thinking a little bit more because if I was if if I could help someone would it be bad of me not to do it mm. so I embark in writing 
this first book, Boots to Bliss, and it became a bestseller, and it's been nominated on the six book in America and 10 books in, to read in, in Ireland, uh, and nominated, uh, and it was a bestseller in Australia as well. Wow, uh, congratulations. So, Thank you so much. So, and, you know, just like walking through that uh, forest, mm -hmm. right, where you fell over and, and you discovered how strong you were, writing this book was another another walk Absolutely. through a forest. A and you know one. what? Yeah, a different one. But you know yeah. what? It, it was healing. Yes. It healed me. Mm. And up today, to this day, I received beautiful message for people around the world who say, Claude, I am 50, and this, I did not think I could do the Camino. I'm 60, I did not think I could do the Camino. You empower me. You inspire me. Thank you. Mm. Is that not that's, beautiful? Yes, that's It's great. so amazing, and it warmed yeah. my heart so much that I went through all this fear of writing. Yes. And I can help someone. So that book is called Boots to Bliss. Yeah. B O O T S. B O O T S. Yeah. Two. T O and then Bliss. B L I S. And it's available through Amazon and bookstores. Yeah. And if somebody lives in in Australia, I can send them a dedicated copy if they want. Yeah. Because I self published. You oh, know. did you? Oh. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I didn't know anything about publishing industry. Wow. Well, that's, <laughs> oh, that's another. That's another. <laughs> I, yeah, <laughs> I, I, I'm actually writing a book at the moment myself, and uh, I think oh, I need to have a conversation with you. But a lot. I yeah. Sorry. So, have you walked since? Yes. Uh, yes. Okay. So, because you know, I became. Mad about walking, mad yes. about the Camino. Oh, <laughs> uh, it does, it does I, change you, doesn't oh, it? It's, it like, an, it's totally. like an addiction. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> oh, my children were surprised. Tells me their mom walking. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> oh man, listen, <laughs> podcast listeners, <laughs> anyone can do the Camino. Like oh. really, it's just one step. In either time. The other. Yeah. 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 No stress. Just enjoy. No, just and enjoy and discover yeah. the real you. And yeah. for me, the Camino is cathartic. Let cathartic. go of Let your go. burden. Oh, yes. Yes. That it's, it is, it, that is exactly right. That Absolutely. And that is why. And if you are to tell you to do it, do it. Yes. Don't ignore it. Absolutely. Yes. Because you don't know. I did not know why I had to do it. But eventually, as I said to you, I listened to my, the messages I was receiving. Mm. And that was um, one of, uh, except my giving birth to my children, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> and my grandchildren I've got now. Uh, it was the most beautiful things I did in my life. Okay. Nothing count more than that for me. I, have I, I went in shelters, small shelters, you know. I did not have high societies. Yes. So when Claude talks about shelters, I think you're talking about the albergues. Yes, the municipal yes. one. The municipal yeah. 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 So, so along you, the path, you can stay in these. Especially oh, in Spain. Like hostels. 
they're yeah. like hostels. Yeah, um, there's the ones that the that are the municipal, which is run by the local council. That's the one then, I used. Yeah, and then there's private hostels yeah. as well. Yeah. 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 And then so, there's also bed and breakfasts. Yes. There's a lot of uh, options. Yeah, there are a lot of options. And so, uh, you know, it was such a learning. And I, if somebody wants to do it, please listen. Mm. Listen to your heart. Do it. You will discover a lot about you. You will let go of your burden. And you will return a new person. Do it. Don't let this go. The past is there all the time. You know, it's been there since the ninth centuries. So, <laughs> there's, and, there's one little caveat I think I would add to that is mm -hmm. to drop expectation yeah. before you go. Because if you, I find, if you, like my third time I walked, I didn't realise, but I had expectations. And the, I, they weren't met. And, I, and it was a very difficult Camino for me yeah. because I wanted certain things to happen. You know, I really wanted that camaraderie that you have. No, you have um, to let go. This and that and, yeah, and it was difficult. So let go, just see and, what happens. Mm -hmm. And one little thing I would say to you, to your listener is you, now we've got iPhone. Mm. We've got all this phone. Please don't walk with them. Leave them in your backpack. Yes. Yes, yes. Leave them in your backpack because you are in the world. You are just living. You have to be in another world. Yeah. The world of the pilgrimage, the world of the Camino. Yeah. You yeah. want to go to your family, text your family, they say, fine, do that at night. But just that, don't go and check your email and so on. Leave the world. A hundred percent. So, so you said to me afterwards what I did. Well, you know, yes, I was, yes. yeah, I was yeah, I was taken, you know, by I went to do presentation left and right, you know, mm -hmm. free because mm -hmm. I, that's my way of giving back what I received. Mm -hmm. And uh, I, um, I, at one stage, I was, a, I said, where is a little crowd anymore? I couldn't yeah. find anyone. So I decided to go to Uluru. Okay. I say, nobody will find me over there. <laughs> <laughs> so Uluru is in the Northern Territory, just outside of Alice Springs. It's that, for people who don't know, it's that huge yes. rock in yes. the middle of Australia. Yes. Yes. It's an, and it's I did, an Indigenous, uh, yeah, holy, yeah, yeah. sacred mm. site. Yes, yeah, so I did Uluru and I did the, the Mountain of the Wind. I, I woke about for a few days and then I joined a little group and I saw a sign out of nowhere. What? Section 11 and 12, what is that? I said to me, what is that? So I asked, and I was told it was the Lara Pinta Trail. It so was a, a what? Lara Pinta Trail. Okay, okay. Lara Pinta uh, it, we, Yeah, it's out of Alice Spring, 223, uh, 223 kilometers, nothing. You know, you've got to be prepared. Nothing at all. Only once or twice do you have a coffee <laughs> along the way. Otherwise, wow. nothing at all. So, and it's extra, it's difficult. It is difficult. But I, when I saw it, because I had a, a funny experience before that, uh, I was touching a rock and something happened in my body. Yeah. And I was turned. And afterwards, I saw this sign. So I said, oh, La Rapinta. 
Oh, Laura Pinta will see me. I'm at 70. I didn't check anything. Come on. Yeah. And here I go. And here I went with a group. I've learned oh. a little bit, you know, because you have to carry your food for all the way, food drops and so on. It's, you know, yeah. it is, I was 70. I learned a little bit about the canines. <laughs> well, <laughs> well uh, you know, you know. <laughs> the Camino is very, uh, you're very supported on the Camino. Yeah, that's right. And then, Whereas the Australian desert, not so. So I did that. Then at 71, my daughter rang me and said, Mom, do you want to trek in Nepal? Oh, I said, are you uh, 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 me in Nepal, <laughs> trekking in Nepal? Are you okay? <laughs> <laughs> she said, one friend of a work friend it was doing it and she told me the price and I said, put me in. <laughs> Wow. So and I reached three thousand two hundred and ten meters. Wow, that's yeah, yeah. So you, you, your body must be pretty fit, you know. You well, don't at, have that time, at that time, at that time, yeah. And 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 then at uh, seventy two, I re I did did again the Camino from Saint Jean de Pied de Port. Oh, to with a group, with a oh, group, with a group for the for the documentary Camino Sky. Oh. And then, and then we walked till Santiago. We went to Finisterre, but not walking it from Santiago to Finisterre. So I said, they had to return to Australia or New Zealand. And I said, bye-bye guys. And I walked back to Musia. Yeah. And then I walked back to Santiago mm. using another path because I had done it twice. I was not going to do it three times, the yeah. same route. Yeah. And I ended up to Santiago. Then from there, I went to um, uh, to Portugal, and oh. uh, I, I did not go to Portugal. I wanted to walk the Portuguese way. Yes. And uh, I, I time frame, you know, I didn't yeah. have to. So I went to Hebron, and Hebron, I returned. It's just after Pedro. So if you walk the Camino Portuguese, it would be before okay. and uh pedro to Santi to santiago so that was three times in a short time <laughs> wow wow i was back in santiago and then i went to fatima because there was train strike in france and i could not fly back so uh, Wait, uh travel back so i went fatima? to fatima fatima is the the bottom of portugal not oh. quite the bottom, but on in Portugal, okay. and uh, it's uh, where a place where the three children were uh, received some message from the Virgin Mary. Okay. okay. Yeah. So I went there, and uh, that from that people were asking, uh, Claude, can we have you another book? Oh. I said, okay. I, I so I wrote that book, and it's called Boots. Like the first one, two T O freedom. Ah, because I thought that had relieved myself of everything, like you discovered mm. about you. I did not have any expectation, but it's different. Mm. But you were. I realized when I was walking that there was something that I didn't dealt with. Mm correctly oh. so all these things happen walking again mm. by myself <laughs> mm. 
Yeah, that's and, amazing. Uh, and I wanted... uh, I, I, so I did write about this mm. three track. Yeah, mm, tracks. That's Sorry. amazing. Well, I think I, you know, I wonder how much the rhythm of walking oh, takes true. us our body into. I don't know, I just can't think of it, but you know, it takes us out of the mind yeah, yeah, yeah. more into the body and yeah. relaxes us, mm -hmm. you know, to to then be open to what to we received. Receive things and to listen to our heart and things like that. that exactly. We can't do when we're rushing around driving our car. Absolutely. Getting Absolutely. to work, screaming kids, cleaning the house. Absolutely. Or whatever. That's Absolutely. I think that's a the Camino is a gift. It's, yeah. As much as other walks are. Yes. Some people yeah. run it. Uh, uh, no, no, no. <laughs> Leave it. Yeah. Walk it gently. Yeah. yeah. You know, to a certain rhythm, obviously, mm -hmm. because you want to reach the end. But just leave it and go deep in your heart yeah, yeah. to discover who you are, really. Not this face you're showing to the world. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's finding space. You know, yes. finding yes. space Absolutely. between this and that. Yeah. It's yeah. just it's yeah. kind of entering yeah. into a nothing, you yeah, know, yeah. which like, is hard to do in our lives when mm, we're busy. Absolutely. You know, when you said you were starting early in the morning so you could start, you could mm. be by yourself. Mm. I was over overwhelmed when I arrived in Saint-Jean-de-Pied-de-Port. When I saw all these pilgrims there, mm. you know, over the eight weeks, I had met maybe 20 to 30 pilgrims. And you know what? I had become an hermit. <laughs> yeah. And I said, oh, my God. <laughs> it was such a shock to the system. Yeah. It was incredible. Yeah. So I do understand. And I did start early. Maybe not always with the same reason, because it was too hot. I wanted to <laughs> not to... <laughs> Yeah. But if I may finish with something that I was along the Meseta, mm. because a lot of things I said to you happened to me along the way personally and being there for others, that was different. Um, and I heard my mom's voice. Oh. And she said to me, Why are you leaving me? Oh. It's it was like a harrow had been in my heart and I fell on the ground because that's what mom said to me last time I saw her before her passing. Oh. Because I left France to come to Australia. Mm -hmm. And it was so, so powerful. Mm -hmm. Then I felt my mom and my dad picking me. And I felt peace. They had forgiven me. They did not want me to come here. But I did it. So that was a burden that you carried all those years. Yeah. Be a bit of guilt, perhaps. Yeah. yeah. And the Camino. And you know, I don't, yes. if you know the Meseta, mm. the Meseta you have is so 
bland, you know, you have nothing, just field one left, or on your left, on your right, nothing. So I think your spirit just come out. And whatever is in your heart, because that guilt, I felt, I carried the guilt yeah. for yeah. so many years at a time. Yeah. That it was thanks to that happening, though it was hard at a time, yeah. it relieved me of that burden. And that was absolutely beautiful afterwards. And I will say, though I didn't do it, I jumped like a little girl afterwards. <laughs> On the inside. <laughs> Oh, Claude, thank you so much for sharing you your for stories. I feel like I want to pack my bag and get off the Camino right this minute. I do. Um, thank you so much for your inspiring stories. Um, thank you for having me. And I really hope, well, I don't hope. I just, I just know that if it's right for someone to do the Camino, then they listen to their heart and, and maybe maybe this podcast is one of the little signs to 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 so. get them on the way and you know the fact that you listened you became strong and stubborn and empowered you know you're you're uh, an inspiring lady and i thank you thank so you, much for Monique. coming on thank the podcast so. thank you so thank much. you so much for inviting me god bless you and your listener yes. and please listen to your heart Mm. Follow your dream. Mm. Have no regret. Mm. Yes. God bless you all. Well, I think that is where we need to end this podcast. So, dear listeners, go well, live in joy. Ciao. Ciao.